throughout history, women have played key roles when it comes to development, be it at a community level or at a national level. And this is evident when women take up different roles in different sectors. So for instance, we have seen women taking up roles as informal educators, as well as formal educators. When we're looking at informal education, we see a pattern whereby the society entrusts women with the responsibility of impacting basic knowledge to younger children through the process of socialization. And this socialization process is very, very important because it gives these younger children an identity, it gives these younger children values, norms, principles, and eventually it has a huge bearing on how they perceive the world, their nation, and how they can relate to it and contribute towards development. Okay, but then we've also seen women breaking out of the cocoon of informal educators to taking up roles as formal educators. We've seen women who are academicians, right? So they have moved from that responsibility of impacting basic knowledge to younger ones to being able to give them the necessary skills and knowledge that will aid these younger children in their quest or in their role of developing their communities and the nation. Over the years, we've also seen women taking up roles in the workforce, right? So many women are taking up both formal and informal work and contributing to the family family earnings. So in, in previous years, we had households that relied on, on one stream of income, but then now we have households that are relying on two streams of income. We've also seen women who in the informal setup are taking up roles as entrepreneurs. I've seen dozens of successful agribusiness women who have not only provided employment to other people but are contributing towards the GDP of their country. We have seen women taking up roles as leaders. So in the past, leadership positions were simply set aside for the men. In recent years, in recent years things have changed and now women play a role in community development and national development by saving in leadership position. And all this eventually does contribute to the development of the nation. I think the best way to, or the best thing or intervention to put forward in order to empower more women in development is by creating deliberate spaces that women can take up so that they could positively impact on development of their communities or the nation. So what do I mean when I say deliberate spaces? So I'm looking at areas such as education, whereby if we intentionally or deliberately put spaces that are specific for women to occupy in the pursuit of, of education, the end result will be that we're going to have women who are conscious socially, politically, intellectually, and religiously. And this will impact positively to our nation. In areas such as economics, 
for instance, if we have deliberate spaces where women can be able to participate fully in development in terms of economically developing themselves, it will help in closing the gap that exists between men and women when it comes to economic resources. And then this will allow everyone, so be it men and women, to have an equal footing. And then women in particular would gain a more significant share of control over the materials, the human, intellectual and financial resources. Also, we could have deliberate spaces in politics. So having women involved in politics implies that having decentralization of power and authority in the privileged, oppressed and powerless people who have not been able to participate in the decision-making process and the implementation of policies. So at the end of the day, we're going, to, we're going to have people participate in decision-making processes and even the governance process in general. I find inspiration, honestly, in a variety of people and things. I don't have a specific person who inspires me and I do not have a specific thing that inspires me. I have different people who inspire me in different areas of my life and I have different things that inspire me in different areas of my life. So that's what I can say on inspiration. To the younger out there, I have three things I want to say. Do school. It doesn't matter who you are, what you're doing, but never stop learning. This is both classroom learning and just learning outside the classroom because papers will take you to places that you never thought you would go to. Papers will let people listen to you even if they do not want to listen to you. So continue building yourself in terms of your career and never stop to learn. Work smart and that idea that you have that you think is going to bring positive change to your community is worth pursuing. That idea that you sit down and say, you know, I think this is going to help this and this in my community. That particular idea is worth pursuing. There are a couple of challenges that women in development face, but I think one of the most notable ones that I would pick in terms of uh, women in development is maybe our cultural norms and values that have been ascribed to women. I think those are one of the biggest barriers that women in development face. We have a variety of cultures in Malawi and we have cultures where women must be seen to be submissive. So when our society sees women taking up leadership positions or women making decisions, sound decisions, it comes off as being insubmissive or rude. When you have women who are able to stand up and be activists and speak towards a particular cause, people will label that woman as being rude or stubborn. But then again, we do understand that it comes through uh, some of the norms and values that are ascribed to women. But also one of the notable things or challenges that women face as well is the burden of care work. That is very uh, you know, rampant in our society. We would have women who are burdened with care work and miss out on other opportunities that would make them have even more positive change. We're seeing women who are basically spending about six to eight hours a day just 
doing care work at home, looking after the children, taking care of the elderly, you know, doing house chores and whatnot, and not necessarily taking up other opportunities that come to their way. So one of the ways we could address this problem, it, it could be by just rethinking and redefining care work and how we could ensure that care work that almost 99% uh, of women do is included or is seen as valuable enough to be considered as contributing to our GDP. So that's one of the things I would say.